The strong wind was howling and whistling. He was the first Chinese citizen to graduate from Yale University in the mid-19th century. I was born on the 17th of November. She had prominent features. Three of us were old enough to lend a helping hand. He navigated between two vastly different cultures and moved further to realize his dream and promote understanding between the people of China and the United States. Ye Mingxing was a native of Hanyang. I realized no danger. China is really awakening. Come and join us in discovering the incredible journey of Yong Wang in his autobiography, My Life in China and America. Check out the audible stories on radio.cgtn.com and all major podcast platforms. Just search for the podcast Books and Beyond and find My Life in China and America. Discussion keeps the world turning. This is Roundtable. You're listening to Roundtable coming to you from Beijing. I'm Lai Ming. Coming up on today's show, car ownership and driving have become commonplace across Chinese cities. Many young people choose to study, train, and take the test to obtain a driver's license in summer holidays. However, the training experience is not always pleasant. Let's hear some complaints today. Also on the issue of inadequate services, the National Museum of China has issued new rules on guided tours on its premise for fear that unqualified tour guides may come up with misleading descriptions. For today's discussion, I'm joined by Ding Hen and Niu Holding in the studio. Now let's dive into the issue of unsatisfactory services at driving schools. Do we know what's going on there? We sort of have an idea of what you need to go through when you apply for a slot at the driving schools. Most likely, you have to uh, be yelled at and、uh, stand in a queue and wait for your turn to touch the driving wheel, right? <laughs> well, you have painted a very excruciating picture. Experience that people have to go through, but if we dare, we can look at the bigger picture. That is the current situation or car ownership and drivers here in China, because we are looking at a really huge population. And considering the fact that all of them need to go through the test to make sure that they are safe on the road, they have the technique. It Could be a little bit problematic. In the first half of 2023, 11.91 million people obtained their driver's license, according to statistics released by the Ministry of Public Security. The number of licensed motor vehicle drivers stood at 513 million by the end of June, of which 475 million were car drivers. By the end of June 2023, the national motor vehicle ownership has reached 426 million units. The total number of cars in the country rose to 328 million. So this many people are on the road, and I am actually very glad that all of them obtained a driver's license, even if it means it's maybe, unlawful to drive without a driver's license. I know, I know. My、um, idea is that. Going through certain standardized training, in my opinion,、uh-huh. is a good thing. Right, right, and this really compares to、uh, a different country, for instance, in the United States, where、uh, different states may have different、uh, rules and regulations on how you can obtain a driver's license. Certain states may have、uh, a tougher requirement on the candidates than other states, and as such,、uh, you really don't know what to expect.、Uh, well, 
in terms of that country uh, on the road. You don't know whether this fellow driver by your side has received <laughs> tough mm. training Isn't from the that state. Scary? That's very yeah, that's very picky.、Mm-hmm. But in general, I mean, in general,、uh, folks in the United States drive pretty well, and they are quite、uh, courteous to each other. So that's that's the case. But what I'm saying is, comparatively speaking. If there's a regional disparity, then you know you don't know what you're getting into. Yeah, I mean, for a country like the United States, they have a very entrenched auto or car driving culture, you know, lasting for more than a hundred years. But here, in the case of China, I guess it is still a sort of、um, emerging thing. It is still a growing trend. And when we talk about training so many people in a particular period of time to be qualified or legally, you know, allowed, permitted drivers on the road. Yeah, I mean problems could occur. That's something we cannot deny. And yeah, some of these、uh, pointed problems are what I experienced personally when I was learning how to drive. But、um, I think、uh, it's okay for somebody who are mentally resilient enough. <laughs> <laughs> that's something you can、uh, withhold. I mean, for example, this kind of lack of patience or being. Yelled at by your instructors or your coaches—that's something I don't. I don't really take it very seriously. But maybe for some people, that's something that's really a little over the top for them. I guess. Well, I don't know because I got my driver's license after graduated from college because I had a, this long summer vacation. I had the time to go through the training, and for me, the experience was that around four to six people、uh, are in the same were in the same team or in the same class with one driver coach. Well, because there are actually four items or four subjects you have to pass, and. I think for me it was three subjects you have to pass. The first one is written tests about certain laws and regulations. Knowledge what, test. Knowledge test. What、mm. you should do. You should circle your car before you get into it, and you should make sure to, I don't know, notify people next to you by using light or by using the horn sometimes. Um, to let them know that you're about to make a turn, something like that. You have to take the written test and speed tests on different kinds of roads. Exactly. And after that, for the second test, what we had to do is to learn mostly parking. I feel like the test is about park into the parking space with just one go, and also you have to learn to park by. Back driving a little bit, back well, drive back into the parking space, or drive very smoothly aside into the parking space. Parallel parking. Parallel、mean. parking. Thank you. See, I didn't learn it in English. So, unlike Lai Ming, Lai Ming learned it in English. He's going to share his experience a bit later. But for me, that was the second test. The second test is mostly about some relatively、uh, slow motion actions you have to. Be able to do with your car, and the third subject is about on the road. You have to be able to drive on the road at a certain speed. You have to be able to start your car on a tilted hill and something like, like that on a slope. On a slope. Oh yeah, which is a, a nightmare if you were driving a manual transmission. That's what I learned. I learned manual transmission. That's why I had to、uh, have the test. That's the three different subjects. So that's the thing.、Uh, the reason I feel like 
driver schools are particularly important is because to start with, they have the site for you to train all those things. You have to learn to make the turns, make the U-turn, the S-turn, which are tested during your obtaining the driver's license. In other words, you have a venue to wreak as much havoc as you can without <laughs> endangering people on the road. That's very important too. And the second thing is you have to have the car that is a training car, meaning that your driver coach next to you would have a wheel and a brake to use in emergencies as well, even though we drive really, really slowly when we were trained. But that's the idea. That's my understanding of a training school, the equipment, the personnel, it's like pretty much necessary. Mm -hmm. That seems to be the institution we have been having for quite a few decades ever since we started having the first privately owned car in the year 1986. And then demand for self-driving and demand for private vehicles sort of skyrocketed ever since. And that somehow the institution that New Holy mentioned earlier have somehow facilitated the growing demand to acquire a driver's license and also in order to get that to provide the venue and the kind of service that's necessary uh, for somebody to obtain the skills necessary to uh, receive a license. I don't know if it was because I was quite just a you know young girl who's very obedient and very polite to the, the was also smart. <laughs> Thank you. But the coach was pretty nice to actually all of us. But according to Ding Hong, I sense a little bit of, you know, your experience was not quite that pleasant, was it? Yeah. When you say mentally resilient, <laughs> what do you to mean? resist being <laughs> like yelled at. When it. you make a mistake, uh, either, you know, by accident or intentionally. What do you uh, mean intentionally? <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe you get really upset or get a, a little impatient uh, with, you know, this sitting in a Single, oil, oil. yeah, in a very hot day. Okay, that's something. That's the situation where you tend to lose your temper, lose your patience, right? But it's okay. Um, I feel like uh, for this kind of yeah, being yelled at, this kind of problem, it's no big deal. But I guess for some of the other complaints on the part of these um, students or learners, they should be taken care of more seriously by our authorities. For example, this behavior involving asking for gifts from students, right? I think now things or the entire environment is uh, getting better compared to the situation like uh, 20 years ago when my parents' generation was learning how to drive. So there's been a period of time in history where there wasn't sufficient oversight into the entire examination system, including the part where examinees get training on venues of the driving schools. And as such, this has led to certain complaints on the part of perhaps more innocent test takers or trainees. I would point to one way of looking at it, and that is perhaps we have been and expecting a fair treatment on those occasions. And as such, we didn't go in expecting to follow some of the rules that we don't, we haven't been previously informed of. And some of these rules, subtexts might have been problematic. And as such, this is something that deserve our complaint and something that we need change. And my husband is actually learning 
getting his driver's license currently, and he took the subject two test I mentioned. And nowadays, apparently,、uh, no matter whether or not you're taking the subject two or subject three, you are filmed the entire time, and you have to hit certain points. Like when you get into the car, you have to look around, you have、right. to adjust the seat, adjust the mirror, and stuff, and all that is filmed. So there are getting little and little room for. Like Ding Heng has mentioned, for the police officer or the instructor to, you know,、um, manipulate things a little bit because、mm. everything's got proof, got evidence right now. But that being said, being able to have a film or have an evidence for other people to judge whether or not you should be passing the test actually means there would be certain little points. In places that you know or you don't know, and in my case, the reason that I passed it is because I understood and I remembered all the little points. Many of them are even I feel like little tricks, like when you hit certain point on the road, because they are really familiar with the testing venue, so they know when you're, for example, parking your car, you should、um, start turning at a certain point. And I feel like those knowledge or those little tips are useful for the test, but not necessarily for in real life driving. And I feel like that is. A problem because for some people, even if after they pass the test, when they're actually on the road, they might not be the perfect driver. So you mean a lot of the people who have managed to pass the examinations have somehow proved to be very good test takers, but otherwise, <laughs> I'm only talking been... about myself. I don't know about others. <laughs>、mm. Yeah, based on our experience on the road, I guess、uh, that may have been the problem. What do you think? We can do to change it、uh, for a bit. I mean, you mentioned technologies put in place to make sure that the examination process is fair. Sometimes AI, artificial intelligence、mm. technologies, been put in place. There are points where, for instance, if you don't buckle up, the、oh, system can tell no, no, that you,、no. and that's an instant fail. Yeah, the machine、mm. will tell you that you haven't buckled up and you have failed your test, and there's no next step. Mm. And that's the end. And no coach or instructor by your side can change the result of the examination.、Mm. So there are systems and technologies put in place to make sure that everybody goes through the examination fair and square. Fair,、yeah. But what about you know how、the、people are going to、coin. yeah how do people transfer what、mm. they learned from these training facilities into the real life situation on the road? I mean that's、yeah. certainly、um, a. a Pain in the neck for a lot of us, especially for people who drive quite、mm. often. Yeah, I think it is the reality that you just cannot deny that after <laughs> getting access to your official driving license, you still need a lot of practice under the guidance of a either an acquaintance or a friend or a paid instructor from the market, not those from the training school. Uh, to to further you know hone your driving skill. That's something I personally experienced. You need to like one month or two months of continuous intensive you know training、uh, post the license training. Let's say that's the thing because <laughs> according to regulations, it is suggested that before you take the subject two test, you should be at least. Um, have a driving experience or training hours of not less than sixteen hours,、mm -hmm. and for subject three, it's supposed to be not less than twenty-four hours. But in reality, if we're talking about the kind of training I went through, that is four to six people in the same car、right. taking turns to ride laps. So 
after labs, it is hardly that I can actually achieve that amount of training. So sitting in the car and waiting your turn while some other candidate is driving should not, in fact. Uh, count into no, the number of hours、so. you have been going through training, so that's that is not supposed to happen. But in real life, what's the case? Well, like I said, it's suggested that you have that amount of hours, but it's、right. not mandate, or it's not at least personally calculated by the instructor or by the police officer who's、um, helping you take the test. I guess this is where we see regional differences,、uh, like we see in the United States as well. I mean, for instance, in Washington D.C., where you have a lot of foreigners,、uh, diplomatic missions,、uh, the rules can be a little lax. I mean, if you have a driver's license from a different country, you're just walking to the DMV, you get a new local driver's license, and that's it. But if you were to learn it from scratch, and it's a much easier test as compared to if you study in, let's say, the neighboring Maryland state. <laughs> That's basically, I guess,、um, the regional states in America. They tend to access more autonomy. But here in China, I guess, in terms of the this procedure, it's more like standardized. But I guess for training schools, for the operation of training schools, it varies from region to region. I guess、um, today, driving schools in big cities in China, they are gradually transforming into a kind of professional provider of services.、Mm-hmm. Like they have this kind of a VIP classes for、Ooh. their learners. I guess for a a normal average driving class, this whole program it would cost like four thousand, three thousand yuan. But for a VIP class, for a VIP program, it will cost you like ten thousand yuan. Yeah, so a few、That's、times. A yeah, a few times, multiple times that、uh, the normal cost of attending the driver's school. I mean that's again a point of regional difference, wherein you see in big cities the driving schools have somehow switched lanes and upgraded their service into providing the premium experience to whoever applies、uh, for their VIP treatment, as compared to perhaps in a smaller city where there are only a few driving schools, where there is in practice a monopoly by、mm. by a select few number of of driving schools, and then you are. More likely to experience、uh, sub-quality service.、Mm, yeah, there's going to be a lot of、uh, frustration under that kind of、uh, situation because、uh, think about this: if there is only one or two driving school locally in a smaller place, then I guess you know concentrated training for each student, each learner can be a very luxurious thing because. You have to queue and wait for the driving practice, and each person could only like drive for one or two trips、mm. for because there is a like a study group, right? Yeah, that's、Stud- what I experienced. Yeah, so you you need to take rotation, you need to take turns for this kind of practice. So sometimes maybe one individual spends an entire day. Involving in this training program, but、uh, in reality, in actuality, he or she may only ended up getting a few hours, like one hour or two hours of training. So that's really frustrating. But that's the situation in smaller cities. I think really the fundamental issue here is there is a lack of market competition, whereas in big cities, you know, there tends to be. Mature market,、uh, more fierce competition. So 
I guess、um, everything is more perfect and more mature. So yeah, I mean, fundamentally, maybe how th- thinking about how to strengthen market competition is the ultimate solution. Actually, around the end of 2019, there have been more than 19,000 domestic driving training institutions, over 920,000 driving coaches, and 800,000 training cars in China. And I think one very important reason is that before 2016, individuals were not allowed. Allowed to sign up for the driver's license test themselves, they have to gain、mm. the help from the driving schools. And、um, now the situation is changing, but I feel like still for me, if I don't have a driver's license, if I have to go through the test, I would still would rather sign up for a driver's school because you do not have the.、Um, Let's say adapted car, the venue, and also you do not know all the little points that they want you to hit when you are taking the test. Right. So there's been quite a few decades since the driving school has had somehow a monopoly on access to obtaining a driver's license, and still they are experienced. They've got the know-how in this field, and、uh, they can provide valuable service to you. But again, this is a matter of perspective. Dinghen mentioned it earlier that perhaps、uh, from the examinees or the、uh, students' perspective, the experience is not good. But again, if you were to ask the coach or the instructors or even the owner of driving schools, they may not have the best experience、uh, either, in the sense that there are simply too many students. Uh, applying for positions,、uh, but at the same time, there are simply too many driver schools providing, trying to provide the service. And such, you can see a price war going on. Like every driving school is trying to lower the price to try and、uh, lure more students to their venues. As such, I mean these coaches or instructors may not get the best pay that they think they deserve, and to think about the kind of stupidity they have to <laughs> witness and endure、mm. on a daily, if not hourly basis. I mean, who's to say that、uh, they don't have a right to throw a temper or throw a tantrum at somebody that's simply not following their orders? After all, we are talking about a matter of life and death. They are sort of responsible in telling. One talented driver or student from the other who is not talented, who may be a road <laughs> killer in the future. So, when you have such responsibilities on your shoulders and your pay is not ideal, and and you have to suffer with the stupidity on unsatisfactory students, I mean, you're likely to. To be angry from time to time, you know.、Mm, yeah, <laughs> you're right, you're to be、right. more understanding when I was towards、uh, each other. <laughs> yeah, I, when I was、uh, taking the test, I specifically remember because they want you to park into the spaces, and in other spaces they would have these dummy、uh, cars and dummy like persons sitting in the car, and I see multiple times when a test taker drive. In, directly into the、oh. fake car. <laughs> it was just, it was funny to me, but I assume it won't be funny to his or her coach. 
And here in China, we do not really have a intern driver's license thing. So that actually, if you want to train yourself or if you want to take your car to the road and you do not really have a driver's license yet, you just want to practice actually having someone sitting next to you with a driver's license is just not enough. It's actually illegal to do that. So you need someone to have not only a driver's license, but also a driver's coach's license to sit next to you. And also it has to be in a specific um, learning car. So that is another thing that I think is um, important. So to driving schools are still here to stay and there's plenty of room for them to improve their service and there's plenty of room for us to improve in order to treat each other better on these occasions. So a um, little patience. Thank you. You're listening to Roundtable coming up in the second half of the show. The National Museum of China steps up management on guided tours on its premise. Stay with us for more fun discussion on Roundtable.